Life Audio. Hello, thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Isaiah 43, 2. Today's Bible verse is Isaiah 43, 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Last year was one of the most challenging, unsettling, and painful periods I've walked through. It was also the year when I began to unpack some pretty deep wounds that were dramatically hindering my freedom. I felt as if someone had thrown me into white water rapids, and while I was struggling to keep my head above water, exhausted from the fight, the currents were relentlessly bashing me against the rocks. I felt defeated and tempted to mentally and emotionally disengage from ministry because in that season, serving Jesus felt much too hard. But then one day, God spoke strength and encouragement into my soul through today's verse, originally spoken to the ancient Jews in the middle of their rebellion. Before we dive into the historical context surrounding today's verse, I wanted to invite you to subscribe to my 30 Days of Fighting Fear with Faith emails. Contact me through my website if you would like to subscribe to that list, and you'll receive encouragement every day sent directly to your inbox. Because we all will experience challenging seasons, just like the nation of Israel did. By this point in their history, when Isaiah 43 was written, the nation had been divided with Israel in the north and Judah in the south. And after a brief time of religious reform under King Hezekiah, God's people had returned to their evil ways. They were violent, greedy, dishonest, and practiced idolatry, which included temple prostitution and even child sacrifice. Terrific stuff, right? Certainly reason for God to annihilate them completely. And yet he promised them that one day they would experience inconceivable grace. He let them know that the floodwaters would come And they did. Their enemies ripped them from their homeland, destroyed their beloved city, and took them captive. Now, can you imagine how frightening and painful that must have felt? And not just because of what they themselves experienced, but watching their children or their parents or their grandparents and their sister and brother suffer as well. I imagine the people were overwhelmed, devastated, and on the verge of despair. But in their darkest, most frightening moments, they could look back upon the words recorded in today's verse, spoken by God prior to their captivity through the prophet Isaiah. Notice how God began, when, not if you pass through the waters. God let them know trouble was coming, but he was also reminding them of an event from their past when, terrified, they had literally passed through water to safety. Now, if you're familiar with biblical history, you might remember this story from when God liberated his people from 400 years of slavery and oppression to the Egyptians. After a series of supernatural plagues, the Pharaoh decided to let God's people go, only to change his mind once they left. As a result, the emerging nation of Israel found themselves hedged in with a mighty army pursuing them on one side and a body of water on the other. 
From a human perspective, they were doomed without defense or any possibility of escape. But Exodus 14, 19 states, Then the angel of God, who had been traveling in front of Israel's army, withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from in front and stood behind them. Many, if not most scholars, believe when scripture speaks of the angel of God, it is referring to Jesus Christ prior to him taking on human flesh. That means God himself stood between his redeemed people and their enemies. He also parted the water ahead of them so that they could walk through the Red Sea on dry ground. Therefore, it seems when God was assuring them and us that he would be with them whenever they passed through water, he was telling them he would protect and defend them when they found themselves in danger. And next, God spoke of rivers, which would have reminded the people of the time when they were about to enter the land he had long promised them, a place of provision, abundance, and rest. But first, they had to cross through the Jordan River during flood season. And while God again parted the water so that they could safely cross over literally and figuratively into the next season of their lives. Through this analogy, God was letting them and us know that he would provide everything they needed to follow him however he led, regardless of the seemingly insurmountable obstacles ahead. And finally, he alluded to a terrifying situation yet to come, when during their captivity, an enraged king would throw three of God's faith-filled children into a burning furnace. But again, God stayed with them and brought them through, not only safe, but without one hair on their head singed, any part of their clothing scorched, or even the scent of smoke upon them. And this let them and us know that our God doesn't abandon those who courageously and faithfully follow him. And he is bigger, stronger, and more powerful than the most powerful king or greatest threat. Even more than a fiery furnace over 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit hot. He is our defender and our protector. He fights our battles on our behalf. He leads us into new territory. And he promises to remain present for every battle or challenge ahead. And the fact that he spoke these tender, encouraging words to ancient Israel at the height of its rebellion ensures that we'll receive the grace we seek after our bouts of rebellion as well. Let's pray. Holy Father, thank you for your faithful love. Thank you for providing encouragement through Scripture to remind us of all the ways you've cared for your people throughout history, despite their complete lack of faithfulness. We know that when we mess up, when we make poor decisions, when we rebel against you, we know that you remain faithful. You lead us moment by moment, day by day, for our good and for your glory. Life can hurt sometimes. It can be frightening. It can be really, really challenging. But even in our most challenging seasons, you promise we will not be overcome because you will remain with us. You will provide strength in the midst of our weakness. You will give us courage when we struggle to remain upright. You lead us to hope, to purpose, to increased life, because that's your heart. We love you and we praise you. And it's in the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com.
Are you concerned about tensions in the Middle East? Do you wonder where we're currently at in the biblical timeline? Are we really in the last days? Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Carl Muller with the Inside the Epicenter podcast. Every week, my co-host, best-selling author Joel Rosenberg, and I answer those questions and more. You'll hear inside knowledge of our meetings with leaders at the highest levels of government in the U.S., Israel, and the Middle East, equipping you to filter the news with biblically sound insights. Find Inside the Epicenter on your favorite podcast app or go to joshuafun.com to listen and subscribe.